Hi, this is Life Coach David. Thanks for listening to the Law of Attraction podcast. I'm a certified and very experienced Law of Attraction Life Coach. My coaching sessions are held over the phone, and that's why I have clients all over the U.S., and sometimes even in other countries. I've also written a few books from a Law of Attraction point of view, Vibratize Your Life and Magnetize Your Life, which you can find on Amazon. And I also wrote a 21-day self-guided program. If you can't have coaching with me, it'll help give you some of the processes, techniques, and ideas that will help you use Law of Attraction in a positive way in your life. And that 21-day self-guided program is called Living the Law of Attraction. And you can find that on my website, lifecoachdavid.com. And I also wanted to wish everybody happy holidays. Yay, we're finally in the holiday season. And even with all that's going on, we have to remember to still do our best to be festive and celebrate the holidays. And even though this year it's going to be different because a lot of people are not gathering together, obviously, but we can still do our best to have a good time and celebrate anyway. And that's super important because if you've been listening to this podcast or have read other books about Law of Attraction, you already know that it's all about vibration. And the higher vibration we keep ourselves, the more we're going to attract what we want, the happier we're going to feel. So it's always important to remember to keep yourself feeling as good slash high vibration as possible. And this is interesting. The other day I was listening to Ariana Grande's new CD and this one song called Magic, it's very Law of Attraction-y. And there was actually another song on her previous CD that also had lyrics that were very Law of Attraction. And I'm just going to read you some of these lyrics from this song. Think it in my head, then it happens how it should. Good karma, my aesthetic, keep my conscious clear, that's why I'm so magnetic. Manifest it, yeah, I finessed it. I get everything I want, because I attract it. Isn't that cool? So all those lyrics are very love attraction-y, and one of the writers of that song, whether it's her or someone else, definitely is into love attraction. And I also was listening to the new Pentatonix Christmas CD, and they redid the classic song, My Favorite Things, and it finally hit me that that song is also very law of attraction because it's talking about when you're not feeling good, think about your favorite things, and then you don't feel so bad. So we could translate that from a law of attraction point of view. When you're not feeling good, think about your favorite things, and you'll raise your vibration. And if you know of any songs that have a law of attraction theme somewhere in the song, please let me know. Email me at david at lifecoachdavid.com and let me know what the song is and what the words are and I'll put it in the next podcast because I think it's so interesting how you can put this information into songs and today I'm going to continue reading from and discussing from the book money and the law of attraction learning to attract wealth health and happiness written by Esther and Jerry Hicks and I hope you've listened to my previous podcasts from when we first started this book, because there's so much wonderful Law of Attraction information in here that you can use to help yourself in your own life. And this section is called 
How could someone feeling pain focus elsewhere? And Jerry asks, Okay, so I've heard you say that in order to heal ourselves, we want to get our thoughts off of the problem and onto what we're wanting. But if we're in pain, how can we not feel it? How can we get our attention off the pain long enough to concentrate on something we do want? And Abraham responds, You are right. It is very difficult not to think about the throbbing toe. Most of you do not think clearly about what you do want until you are living what you do not want. Most of you sort of drift into your day, blundering here and there, not offering any real conscious thought. Because you do not understand the power of your thought, you usually do not offer any really deliberate thought until you are faced with something that you do not want. And then, once you are faced with something that you do not want, then you attack it fully. Then you give it your attention, which, knowing the law of attraction as we do, only makes things worse. And so our encouragement would be, look for times or segments when you are not feeling such intensity of a throbbing pain, and then focus upon the well-being. You have to find a way of separating what is happening in your experience from your emotional response to what is happening. In other words, you could have pain in your body, and during the pain you could be feeling fear, or you could have pain in your body while feeling hopeful. The pain does not have to dictate your attitude or the thoughts that you are thinking. It is possible to think about something other than the pain. And if you can achieve that, then in time the pain will subside. However, if once the pain occurs, you give the pain your undivided attention, then you will only perpetuate more of what you do not want. Someone who has been focusing negatively upon any variety of subjects and now is experiencing pain now has to overcome the pain and focus positively. You see, your negative habit of thought brought about the illness and to suddenly switch to the positive thought required to allow wellness is not likely to be a fast process because you now have the hindering pain or illness or both to contend with. Preventative wellness is far easier to accomplish than corrective wellness. But in either case, improved feeling thoughts, thoughts of greater and greater relief are the key. Even in situations where a lot of pain is being experienced, there are times of greater and lesser discomfort. Choose the best feeling times from the range you are experiencing to find positive aspects and to choose better feeling thoughts. And as you continue to reach for thoughts that bring greater emotional relief, that positive leaning will eventually bring you back to well-being. Every time, no exceptions. And that's the end of that little section. And I really like the statement, preventive wellness. Because that's something we can do. Like, you know, at times when we're not feeling sick or we're not feeling pain, just to keep ourselves at the highest vibration possible. That's preventive wellness. Because that high vibration just bleeds into every area of our lives in a positive way. And when you're at a higher vibration, then things just seem easier, things seem lighter, everything seems possible. So I really like that preventive wellness. 
And now the next little section is called, My Natural State is One of Well-Being. Abraham says, At the core of that which you are is wellness and well-being. And if you are experiencing anything less than that, there is resistance present within your vibration. Resistance is caused by focusing upon the lack of what is wanted. Allowing is caused by focusing upon what is wanted. Resistance is caused by thought that does not match the perspective of your source. Allowing is experienced when your current thoughts do match the perspective of your source. Your natural state is one of wellness, one of absolute health, one of perfect bodily conditions. And if you are experiencing anything other than that, it is only because the balance of thought within you is toward the lack of what you want instead of what you do want. It is your resistance that causes an illness in the first place, and it is your resistance to illness that holds it to you once it is there. It is your attention to what you do not want that creates unwanted things in your experience, and so it is logical that your attention to what you do want would be appropriate. Sometimes you think you are not thinking about being well when you are really worried about being sick. And the only way to be sure of the vibrational difference is by paying attention to the emotion that always accompanies your thought. Feeling your way to the thoughts that promote wellness is much easier than trying to think yourself there. Feel your way there. Make a commitment to yourself to feel good and then guide your thoughts accordingly and you will discover that without even realizing it, you have been harboring resentments, feeling unworthy, and feeling powerless. But now that you have decided to pay attention to your emotions, these resistant, illness-producing thoughts will no longer get unnoticed. It is not natural for you to be sick, and it is not natural for you to harbor negative emotion. For at your core, you are like your inner being. You are well, and you feel very, very good. And that's the end of that section. And that was just said so perfectly. I'm just going to continue on here. And I'm going to skip a few of the other sections because they go into particular diseases and illness. And if you're listening and you don't have any of that, you're not going to be interested. So I'm skipping forward to the more general information. So this next section is called are exercise and nutrition a health factor? Jerry asks, Does better nutrition or more exercise add to our health? And Abraham responds by saying, You may have noticed that there are those who are very deliberate about food and exercise whose physical well-being is obvious. And there are those who seem to be offering tremendous effort regarding food and exercise who struggle for years to gain benefit and still have no success in maintaining their physical well-being. What you do in terms of action is far less important than the thoughts you think, the way you feel, your vibrational balance, or the story you tell. When you take the time to find vibrational balance, the physical effort you apply will yield you wonderful results. But if you do not tend to your vibrational balance first, there is not enough action in the world to compensate for that misaligned energy. From your place of alignment, you will feel inspired to the beneficial behavior, just as from your place of misalignment, you are inspired to detrimental behavior. 
But then Jerry responds, I remember hearing a line from Sir Winston Churchill. He was the British leader during World War II, and he said, I never run if I can walk, and I never walk if I can stand, or stand if I can sit, or sit if I can lie down. And he has always smoked a big cigar. He lived to be 90 years of age, and as far as I know, was in good health. But his lifestyle was clearly not what we consider today to be healthy. So was it just a belief factor then? And Abraham responds, Leaving at such an early age? The reason that so many are confused about the correct behavior for healthy living is because they are only factoring in behavior and they are leaving out the part of the equation that is most responsible for every outcome. The way you think, the emotions you feel, and the story you tell. What if a healthy person feels mostly tired? Jerry asks, if a person seems to be in good health but feels tired or listless most of the time, what would you suggest as a solution? And Abraham responds, People often refer to that state of being tired or listless as a state of low energy, and that is really a good way of saying it. While you cannot cut yourself off from your energy source, when you offer thoughts that contradict that source, your resulting feeling is one of resistance or low energy. The way you feel is always about the degree to which you are in alignment or out of alignment with your source. No exceptions. As you tell the story of what you want, which is the story the source within you is always telling, you feel happy and energized. The feeling of low energy is always a result of telling a different story than the expanded source energy part of you is telling. When you tell a story that focuses upon the positive aspects of your life, you feel energized. When you tell a story that focuses upon the negative aspects, you feel enervated. When you focus upon the absence of something that you desire in your present experience, you feel negative emotion. When you imagine an improved condition, you feel positive emotion. The way you feel is always about the relationship between the object of your attention and your true desire. Giving thought to what is wanted will give you the invigoration that you seek. And that's the end of that section. And of course, that goes back to what are we thinking about? What are we focusing on? You know, a lot of these things in this book always go back to that. What are we thinking about? Are we focusing on what we want and having a positive expectation about it? Or are we focusing more on what we consider to be wrong in our life and not going well? It's up to you. You know, I'd rather focus on what I want and be feeling high vibration every day. It's always a choice. And this next section, here is the big question. What is the chief cause of illness? Jerry asks, so in simple terms, what do you see as the chief cause of illness? And Abraham responds, Illness is caused by giving thought to unwanted topics, feeling negative emotion but ignoring it, and continuing to focus upon unwanted such that negative emotion is getting greater, but still ignoring it and maintaining attention upon unwanted until by the law of attraction, still more negative thoughts and experiences are attracted. Illness exists when you disregard the early, subtle signs of misalignment, 
that come in the form of emotion. Well, that was pretty powerful. I'm just going to read that little section again. By the law of attraction, more negative thoughts and experiences are attracted. Illness exists when you disregard the early subtle signs of misalignment that come in the form of emotion. So again, that goes back to how you're feeling. Are you feeling low vibration? Which means, are you feeling down? Are you feeling depressed, hopeless, negative? Or are you feeling more high vibration? Where you have a positive expectation about what you want. Where you're feeling hopeful. Where everyday things make you feel good because you know that's what you should be concentrating on. You know, seeing the positive in things. Keeping yourself at a high vibration. So that's what that goes back to. And then it goes on to say, Abraham continues by saying, If you feel negative emotion and you do not change the thought to relieve the discomfort of that negative emotion, it always gets bigger until eventually the negative emotion becomes physical sensation then physical deterioration. However, the illness is only an indication of your vibration. And whenever you change your vibration, the indicator will change to match the new vibration. Illness is nothing more than a physical indicator of energy out of balance. Many people who are experiencing illness disagree with our explanation of the cause of their illness being that the law of attraction is responding to their thoughts, as they protest that they have never thought about that particular illness. But illness does not occur because you are thinking about that illness or about any illness. Illness is an exaggerated indicator of negative thoughts that began as a subtle indicator of negative emotion and grew larger as the negative thoughts persisted. Negative thought is resistance, no matter the subject of the negative thought. That is the reason that new diseases continue to come about, and until the actual cause of the disease is addressed, there will never be a final cure. You have potential for every illness in your body right now, and you have potential for a perfect state of health in your body right now. And you will solicit one or the other, or a mixture, depending upon your balance of thought. And then Jerry asks, So in other words, from your perspective, there is no physical cause for illness or disease. It's all thought? And Abraham responds, We understand your urge to give credence to action or behavior in attempting to explain causes. As you explain where your water comes from, you would be accurate to point to the faucet as the source of the water coming into your kitchen sink. But there is much more to the story of where the water comes from than only the faucet. And in like manner, there is much more to the story about the source of wellness or illness. Your ease or dis-ease are symptoms of the balance of your thought, and the balance will manifest through the path of least resistance as surely as water flows downhill. And that's the end of that little section. And I like that. I feel it makes us more powerful, you know. If we can improve our vibration, if we can improve the way we think about things, which we can, then we can continue in good health or we can have better health. And then the last part of this section, they're giving an example of what someone could tell themselves who's continuing the same story and what that same person can tell themselves to improve their story, to improve their health, 
to improve their vibration. So here are those examples. Here's an example of my old story about physical well-being. I'm noticing symptoms in my body that worry me. As I get older, I feel less strong, less stable, less healthy, less secure. I worry about where I'm headed health-wise. I've tried to take care of myself, but I don't see that it has helped that much. I guess it's just normal to feel worse as time goes on. I see that with my parents, so I'm really worried about my health. And then now, here's an example of a new story that that same person could tell themselves to help improve things. My body responds to my thoughts about it and to my thoughts about everything I think about. The better my thoughts feel when I think them, the more I allow my own personal well-being. I like knowing that there is an absolute correlation between how I feel and what my chronic thoughts have been and how those thoughts felt as I thought them. I like knowing that those feelings are meant to help me choose better feeling thoughts, which produce better feeling vibrations, which will produce a better feeling body. My body is so responsive to my thoughts, and that is such a good thing to know. I am getting rather good at choosing my thoughts. No matter what condition I find myself in, I have the power to change it. My state of physical health is simply an indication of the state of my chronic thoughts. I have control of both. A physical body is an amazing thing in the way it began as a glob of fetal cells to become this full-blown human body. I'm impressed with the stability of the human body and the intelligence of the cells that make up the human body as I notice how my body accomplishes so many important functions without my conscious involvement. I like that it is not my conscious responsibility to move the blood through my veins or the air through my lungs. I like that my body knows how to do that and does it so well. The human body in general is quite an amazing thing. An intelligent, flexible, durable, resilient, seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, touching thing. My own body serves me very well. I love my exploration of life through my physical body. I enjoy my stamina and flexibility. I like living life in my body. I'm so pleased with my eyes that look out into this world, seeing near and far from where I stand, distinguishing shapes and colors with such vivid perception of depth and distances. I so enjoy my body's ability to hear and smell and taste and feel. I love the tactile, sensual content of this planet and my life in my wonderful body. I feel appreciation and fascination for my body's self-patching ability as I watch wounds cover over with new skin and as I discover renewed resiliency when traumas to my body occur. I'm so aware that my body's flexibility, my fingers, dexterity, and the immediate response that my muscles show to any task that I attempt. I like understanding that my body knows how to be well and is always moving towards wellness. And as that I do not get in the way of that negative thought, wellness must prevail. I like understanding the value of my emotions, and I understand that I have the ability to achieve and maintain physical well-being because I have the ability to find and maintain happy thoughts. 
on any day in this world, even when some things in my body may not be at their best, I am ever aware that far, far, far more things are functioning as they should, and that the aspects of well-being of my body are dominant. And most of all, I love my body's quick response to my attention and intentions. I love understanding my mind-body-spirit connections and the powerful, productive qualities of my deliberate alignment. I love living life in my body. I feel such appreciation for this experience. I feel good. There is no right or wrong way to tell your improved story. It can be about your past, present, or future experiences. The only criterion is that it is important that you be conscious of your intent to tell a better feeling, improved version of your story. Telling many good feeling short stories throughout your day will change your point of attraction. Just remember that the story you tell is the basis of your life, so tell it the way you want it to be. And that's the end of this chapter, and I think that's what it all boils down to. Tell it the way you want it to be. Think about your life the way you want it to be. Think about your health the way you want it to be or you want it to continue to be. Think about the relationship you want. Think about how you want your current relationship to keep going. It all boils down to that. Focusing on what you want with a positive expectation. And if you need help doing that, please contact me, because that's one of the things I help my clients with. I give them the tools, the actual words to say (laughs) and to think, which helps them achieve that. And it always works. So please go to lifecoachdavid.com and contact me through there, because my coaching is phone coaching, so it doesn't matter where you live. And really, I'm promoting my coaching because I know how well it works. It's not just to say it. It really works. So thanks for listening to the podcast today. And I think, listen to it again, because there's some great information in there that's going to help you achieve better health and help you stay healthy and wonderful feeling if you already are. So be good to yourself. Be easy with yourself. Focus on what you want. Enjoy each day as much as possible and choose to have a high vibration day.